Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. During the trial of Charles Manson, an American criminal and cult leader of what became known as the Manson family, the district attorney alleged that the nine murders his followers committed were part of a plot to start a race war. Although Manson denied these allegations, it was an accepted fact that Manson was obsessed with the Beatles, and in particular, their self-titled 1968 album that featured the song Helter Skelter. Manson adopted the term to describe the impending apocalyptic race war, and the DA alleged the murders were planned as the catalyst for that war. In 1987, the band U2 recorded a cover of Helter Skelter at a concert at the McNichols Arena in Denver. And in lead singer Bono's own words, This is a song Charles Manson stole from the Beatles, and we're stealing it back. I'm Tori Hodgman, and welcome to the Smooth Criminal Podcast. According to the Cat Empire, a fabulous Aussie band, music is the language of us all. And while we usually find music takes us back to happy memories or reminds us of significant events in our lives, music has also, as it turns out, been at the centre of some very unusual and in some instances horrific crimes. Now there are a few things that are worse than a neighbour who blares music 24-7 and it's even worse when it's music you don't like. In this case, I don't mind the song so much, but even so, I think this smooth criminal went a little too far. And so did the police. Joyce Coffey, a New Hampshire woman, was arrested four times over a 26-hour period for playing ACDC's Highway to Hell Too Loud. On the first occasion police attended, she was given a warning. But after that, and over the next day, the cops returned four more times to arrest her. Each time after being arrested, she was released, where she would return home and crank up that tune again, presumably for old times' sake. Now, if you had to choose between Akadaka and Whitney Houston, who would you choose? Personally, I'd go for Akadaka, but if any of you said Whitney, then this story's right up your alley. A hardcore Whitney Houston fan faced jail back in 2018 if she continued to blast Whitney's tunes at an unacceptable level, according to the Plymouth Magistrates Court. One neighbour who gave evidence in court said the music was so loud it gave her heart palpitations. Kirsten May Partington, aged 33, has managed to stay out of jail, but it's fairly safe to say when it comes to Whitney Houston, Kirsten will always love her. But Joyce and Kirsten should be grateful they got off lightly, compared to a guy in Johannesburg, South Africa, whose loud music annoyed many people and sadly led to his death at the young age of only 27. At 7am on a Sunday morning in March last year, the man had been playing music so loudly that numerous people had asked him to turn it down, but he ignored their requests. This irritated several men who began assaulting him, and he ran into his house and returned with a table knife to defend himself. 
But sadly and tragically, in the course of the scuffle, he was hit with a stone on his head and he fell to the ground and died at the scene. Sadly, in our research, we stumbled on several other stories where people were killed for playing their music too loud. In 2017, Stavros Stathakos, aged 37, had complained to many neighbours about how he was infuriated by people playing loud music in the apartment complex they all shared. Unfortunately, he took his issues way too far and in broad daylight gunned down 35-year-old Jamar Taylor when he pulled into the apartment complex and was, according to Stathakos, playing his music too loud. Despite Taylor trying to run away, Stathakos took chase, repeatedly firing his gun at Taylor, who a short time later was declared dead at the scene. And in Texas in 2012, Raul Rodriguez was convicted of murder after killing his neighbour, Kelly Danaher, aged 36, for loud music. And a case that gained national attention in the USA was that of convicted murderer Michael Dunn, who back in 2012 fatally shot a teenager, 17-year-old Jordan Davis, after an argument between them at a gas station regarding Davis's loud rap music. What a waste of a young life. Although Jordan's mother, Lucy McBath, didn't let her son die in vain, and went on to become the national spokesperson for Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense in America. They were all very grim tales, so let's move on to a story where the police were the ones to play music a little too loud. In Jacksonville, Florida, police were called to attend a brawl that had broken out on a street corner, over some pictures that had been posted to a Facebook group. Upon arriving at the scene, the cops blasted War's version of Why Can't We Be Friends, hoping that that might defuse the situation. After the event, a witness said she was most displeased with the cops because she now had an earworm with the song stuck in her head, which was way worse than the photos she was initially so angry about. And let's give Florida a round of applause for making it into another episode of Smooth Criminal. And speaking of brawls, in this next story from Broxton in the UK, Callum Graham and Alan Gilruth actually started a brawl when they decided to end a McDonald's restaurant at 4am playing their bagpipes. After drinking more than their fair share at a wedding earlier in the day and still dressed in full Highland regalia, including their kilts, the smash pair decided they needed a feed at 4am. So off they went to Macca's and literally played their own music as they made their grand entrance. Diners were not impressed and asked them to stop. But instead of doing so, Graham and Gilruth started punching the diners, injuring two men in the process. Both pipers were hit with 630 pound fines in addition to being directed to apologise to their victims. Now the banjo, along with the recorder, is an instrument that can drive people batshit crazy. But sadly in this case, a man was driven to murder and his choice of weapon was a banjo. 
Way, way back in history, in 1991, a 63-year-old man from West Milton, Ohio, clearly had had enough of his wife when he chose to beat her to death with a banjo. But to add to the gruesome story, mid-attack, the first banjo broke, prompting the man to fetch a second banjo to finish off the job. I don't know what's more disturbing with that story. The fact that the killer used a banjo to kill his wife or the fact that they had two banjos in that household. Sometimes it isn't the instrument being used to hurt or even kill a person, but rather the music driving someone to commit a crime in the first place. Like the 2018 story of Texan Gary Likens, who was so irritated at his wife playing loud music from her laptop, that the 44-year-old barricaded himself into their home, fetched his gun, and at 2am in the morning, shot his wife's computer to smithereens. Or over in Slovakia, where in 2018, a woman who was sick of listening to her neighbour's barking dog started playing opera so loudly in an attempt to drown out the noise. Well, what's wrong with that? We've all used loud music to drown out annoying sounds. I mean, why would a woman in Slovakia get in trouble for doing that? Well, here's the kicker. Said Slovakian woman played the opera music full bore at all hours of the day and night for 16 years. 16 whole fucking years. And I tell you what, there is some neighbourhood kids currently on a trampoline singing Taylor Swift's Shake It Off. I might do the same thing that this woman did. If you never hear of me again, you know what happened. Back to the opera lady. Eventually the cops got so sick of all the complaints about her and 16 bloody years later arrested her and charged her with harassment and malicious persecution and she faced a jail term of up to three years. And for this case, I was able to track down her choice of tune and it turns out it was a four-minute aria from Verdi's La Traviata performed by Placido Domingo that she'd played on high rotate to drown out that pesky neighbourhood pooch. I think we can all agree Placido Domingo has a beautiful voice and if you had to be exposed to 16 years of someone singing, surely it'd be much better to listen to a professional, right? But this next smooth criminal is not who you'd want to listen to for 16 years and by all accounts, not even for a few minutes. In 2017 in Montreal, Canada, a man in his car gave what can only be described as an over-enthusiastic rendition of his favourite song. Everybody Dance Now by CNC Music Factory. When the police noticed his performance, they pulled him over and hit him up with a $118 fine. Why? Well, the cops thought 38-year-old Tefuk Moala was screaming, and despite telling them he was simply singing along to a song, the cops fined him anyway for screaming in a public place. We also discovered a couple of bizarre laws regarding music that have never been repealed. In Waterbury, Connecticut, whistling loudly enough to annoy anyone near you or inside their homes is against the law. And in Kalamazoo, Michigan, it's against the law for a man to serenade his girlfriend. 
Doing so can lead to a charge of misdemeanor and the penalties include a $500 fine or 90 days in the slammer if found guilty. In Toronto, Canada, only last year police started giving tickets in the range of 110 to 155 bucks to drivers who are playing their music too loud. And in Italy, loud music is also frowned upon. So much so, the Italian Court of Cassation has ruled that playing music too loudly in your car is a crime. This followed a case back in 2015 in Sicily, where a man had, in the words of the court, risked disturbing people's sleep by playing loud music in his car. The court imposed a €300 fine, a €1,000 charge for legal costs, and his gigantic stereo was also confiscated. So let's end the way we love to at Smooth Criminal with a little rip-snorter of a story. To Pontiac, Michigan, where a motorist was hit with a ticket after playing music too loudly in his car back in 2018. According to James Webb, he had music playing in his car when he pulled into a gas station where he was promptly approached by the cops who issued him a ticket for noise violation. Webb remained adamant the music wasn't loud at all and in fact it was the choice of song that led to the ticket. So what was Webb playing when he pulled into the gas station? Why, Fuck the Police by NWA, of course. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of Smooth Criminal. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, the Smooth Criminal podcast channel on YouTube, and even through our website at shows.acast.com forward slash smoothcriminal. Please rate and review and share with your friends. And if you're listening on YouTube, don't forget to hit the like button. Credit for all of the music used in this week's episode is in the show notes. So that's it for another week. And remember, don't get hit by, don't get struck by a smooth criminal. (laughs) 